the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Welcome back to Jacksonville High School. I'm Brian Samples with me, Mr. Jim Williams on the call tonight. Uh, he's down getting the uh, interviews with a couple of the coaches. I think he's able to get back up here and join us right now. So, Jim, take it away. Well, thanks, uh, Brian, and we'll be right back to bring you both coaches. We got to chat both with Scott Smith and Mitchell Taylor heading into this girls' contest, and uh, thank you for uh, filling the gap there. We'll be right back to uh, check in pregame with both coaches in a moment. You're listening to the Ripley County Basketball Tournament on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. So, have you been to the Rusty Buck's new location in Batesville? You haven't? Well, you ought to see it. Located north of the interstate on Highway 229, you can't miss it. Just like you relied on the Rusty Buck for all your hunting and fishing supplies and for sales, you can now find that same great service and a wide range of everything you'll need for the great outdoors in Batesville, too. When you're ready to get serious about hunting and fishing, see the Rusty Buck, now in Batesville and for sales. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And we're back with both the coaches of the baseball Bulldogs and the Jacksonville Eagles. Mitchell Taylor of the uh, 
Bulldogs, uh, what do you think about uh, starting off the tournament in this big game against the homestanding Eagles here? Yeah, I mean, they're, they host it. It's going to be a challenging game. They got us earlier this year. Um, we're just focused on going out there and playing our best and trying not to focus on the result. Um, we can put our best out there, then, you know, we're going to be able to live with the result either way. So really been focused on that with this group, and um, we're just going to put our best on the floor and see what happens. Thank you so much, Coach, and Coach uh, Smith. Uh, it has been a fun season so far uh, for all our fans to be able to hear the Bulldogs. I think it's our first or one of our first times hearing the Eagles give folks a little preview as to your ball club. Well, you know, we've got three seniors and uh, two juniors. Uh, we've had a good season so far. Uh, you know, tonight's going to be a tough task. Mitch does an awesome job with the kids he's got. Uh, he's got some great young players and some seasoned veterans. And it'll be really difficult for us to win. But we're just going to go out and play our game and see what happens. It should be fun, gentlemen. Thanks a lot. Right, thank you. That is Coach Scott Smith and Coach Mitchell Taylor of the Jacksonville Eagles and the Baseball Bulldogs, respectively. It's more girls play in the um, Ripley County Tournament. And, uh, Ryan, after that that first game that we had uh, that was so exciting, even though it was a, a nine-point margin at the end, uh, th- this could be fireworks in this one. Yes, it will. This is going to be a lot faster paced. Um up until the point as we talked, if Jacksonville can get that lead, they're going to bring things out, slow it down, make Batesville come out. Batesville with the taller kids, bigger kids. Jacksonville has a lot of good ball handlers, even Julia Meyer, their taller player. She's about 5'10", 5'11", still bring it out and handle it. So it'd be a dandy. It was 52-42 back on November 24th when these two played. So this is the rematch. And this is my first chance to see a Jacksonville team on the home floor. And what, what a great vintage gym. It is, and uh, is it a considerable advantage for the Eagles on any given night? Yes, I think it is with the crowd and, you know, being on their home court. I mean, they've beat some really good teams here this year that uh, have gone on and and won a lot of games. They've been able to hold their scoring down, you know, 10, 12 points under their average. So they do a lot of things right, but Scott has a lot of role players over there, and everybody accepts that, and that's something he's done for 23 years that not everybody can do around here. Now, here's something that uh, has come up a couple times this season. Uh, Let's get your thoughts on it uh, as a veteran uh, watcher of hoops around uh, the region here in southeastern Indiana. Young ball club for Batesville. Uh, They, like a couple other schools, have graduated a couple big senior classes in a row. The lone senior, uh, Claire Sainer, will come in and uh, make all kinds of things happen for him, but is youth... Uh, going to be a problem or maybe an advantage versus the Eagles here at Jacksonville? I think right now, if you just look at the two teams, the way they played over the break, both teams went into holiday tourneys. Batesville played down at Scottsburg. Really good tournament down there. They uh, Scottsburg, I think, is 14-2, and two, and they played them within four points and then played a really good Kokomo team, beat them in overtime. By one. Yes, yeah, I think they beat them by one in overtime, and then – Jacksonville went to Richmond, played in a good tournament up there, got two wins, got in a championship against Floyd Central. They were beat about 20 points in that game, but with a couple of injuries, you know, Scott said he kind of pulled some players back. But I think with the bodies of Batesville, if they can get their way, get inside, get some points, and and take care of Jacksonville on defense, Batesville's got a shot. But, again, this is the Ripley County tourney, and nobody knows. 
And, uh, and, and as far as the bodies for Baseville, we're not talking uh, uh, stoutness horizontally as uh, you might have in, in some games where you are talking legit height with the Haskamp sisters and uh, Allie Peters all around that six-foot mark. Yes, and they're athletic too. So, I mean, they're long, athletic, and I know that's something Coach Smith would be worried about. Um, his players can handle the ball, but being able to get their threes off, if Batesville extends that defense, that'll cause some problems for Jacksonville from out of three-point range. And, and you mentioned Julia Meyer, uh, 5'10", looks like the uh, tallest eagle out there. Uh, she's going to be somebody to watch? Yes, she will. She does a really good job. She can step out and hit the three. She can get into the paint. Um, you know, she's almost averaging a double-double, too, I believe. Holy smoke. 13.5 points, 9.5 rebounds. So, you know, she gets in on the glass. The, Really good inside. Keeps really good control of her body. Able to go up, draw those fouls, and make a lot of shots. Very nice. So we're just about ready to start the second game of our doubleheader, the second game of the Ripley County Tournament for 2024. And we'll be right back with the tip-off after this on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. Hi, this is Mike Stratton of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles. Eric Karstetter and I are proud to partner with WRBI in bringing you the 100th edition of the Ripley County Tournament. So whether you're an old Napoleon Bearcat, an Osgood Cowboy, a Cross Plains Wildcat, a new Marion Panther, a Versailles Lion, or an old Holton Warhorse like me, we hope you will enjoy one of the finest traditions in Indiana high school basketball. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams with with Ryan uh, Samples back here at Jacksonville High. We're ready for the second game of our doubleheader. It is the first night of the Girls Ripley County Tournament here at Jacksonville High in Osgood, and we are brought to you by great sponsors including Hurt and Elko, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Nobby Mower's Shop, Blackhawk Precision Ag and Affinity Graphics and Tees, where you can buy your official Ripley County Tournament T-shirts. And uh, Brian, for the Batesville Bulldogs, they'll be starting freshman Matty Haskamp uh, in there, along with uh, junior Sophie Gazelle, who's just coming off an injury. Uh, the uh, uh, a spark plug inside, uh, even though she's only five seven, Marley Obermeyer uh, Jr. will be in there. Also uh, near six feet, both Allison Peters and Lydia Haskamp. And uh, then for the Jacksonville Eagles, it's going to be uh, 5'9 junior Kelsey Borgman, uh, 5'2 junior Sophie Sullivan, who was a player of the week in the ORVC a couple weeks ago. Also 5'10 senior Julia Meyer, 5'8 senior Reagan Hughes, and 5'8 senior Kaylin Hinners. Uh, what do you think about the matchup? Um, like we said, it's going to be a good one. Last time these two played, Batesville got out to a lead early in that first quarter. Jacksonville was able to get... Things moved around their way, get the momentum on their side, took over control, and they were able to win that thing by 10 points. I'll tell you one thing I want to mention. Yeah, John, please do. John Kathman, 
graduated at East Central. He's on the silver anniversary <laughs> team, and that's his daughter playing for uh, Batesville tonight. So I checked with Coach Mitchell on that to make sure I was right. Kalen has made an incredible impression on us just watching her in the few weeks that, uh, that we've been here as a freshman coming out of point guard and really, really operating things for the Bulldogs. Just no doubt about it that she is in command when she's in there. It doesn't matter that she's only, what, 14 years old. (laughs) It it is in her hands when it's in her hands. Yes. And another one I'll throw out, April Forker graduated from Jacksonville. She's on the Silver Anniversary team as well. (laughs) Her son's James Hughes plays for Batesville Boys. Outstanding. And there's others on here I can make more connections. But those were a couple that just stuck out to me right away. And we do want to remind everybody again, the boys' tournament begins tomorrow night. We'll have the same four teams matching up at Batesville High, and we'll have those games starting for you around 540 on WRBI as well. So we have got the players out on the floor. And this should be exciting. It is, again, Kathman Gazelle, Allie Peters, Maddie Haskamp, and Lydia Haskamp for Batesville. For Jackson Dell, Kaylin Hinners, Reagan Hughes, Julian Meyer, Sophia Sullivan, and Kelsey Borgman. The ball is in the air, and we are underway. And the tip goes out of bounds in the backcourt of the Eagles. And so it'll be their ball to open things up. Four seconds into it, no score. Ball coming across midcourt for the first time. It's in the hands of Sullivan, and she gets it right out to her teammate for a three-pointer, and I believe that was Borgman missing it off the front of the rim. Not good. So the Bulldogs get the rebound, bring it right back. Here's Kalen Kathman, again, the great freshman point guard, making such an impression on so many folks this year. She gets it over to the left side to Gazelle for a moment. Back inside now to Lydia Haskamp. We'll differentiate between the sisters. Lydia is the taller, and oh, there was a long shot from Sophie Gazelle just off the glass, not there. Still no score, and Jackson Dell comes away with it. And almost a steal by Sophie Gazelle, but I believe that's going to be a foul instead. It is, and that's going to be the first one of the game, Brian. Looks like baseball coming out in a little 1-2-2 half-court trap. Inbounding, Sophie Sullivan. She gets it into the Jacksonville, Jacksonville backcourt to Borgman. Kelsey goes all the way over on the right wing, and it's back up to Borgman now. Back out on the side, and there was a tough play inside. Good blockage by the, uh, excuse me, the uh, Bulldogs. And uh, Julia Meyer could not hang on to that one. So here come the dogs once again. Peters down to the right corner. Gazelle coming off a wrist injury. Kathman back up front. Kalen dribbles to her right. No score, minute and 20 into this one. On WRBI, Jim Williams and Brian Samples, glad to be with you here tonight. Allie Peters now on the right wing. Bulldogs not able to work it inside just yet. And there is Kathman for three, yes! Kalen Kathman, the freshman, nails it. 3 nothing. 6.20 remaining. Good looking shot from the freshman. No doubt about it. And she's not shy about it either. There is Sullivan going down to the left corner to Reagan Hughes. Underneath, shot not there. And here is a three attempt on the other end. That from the hand of Meyer, no. And she gets her own rebound, gets right back out front. And the Eagles quickly launch another one. That one is good for Reagan Hughes, I believe. Yes, that's Reagan. She's 
Hughes and uh, Borgman, top three-point shooters for Jacksonville. Outstanding. 3-3 to our score. A pair of trays already. 5.45 to go in the first quarter. Gazelle on the right wing. Gets it back inside to Peters. And there is another three attempt. That one coming for, uh, excuse me, Maddie Haskamp. Freshman, we got to differentiate from her sister, the junior. And Jackson Dell puts up a jumper that is not good. Kathman comes away with it and into the lane now for Batesville. It's Gazelle. Bounces one off the back of the rim a couple times. No good. Rebounding and putting back up. Missing it the first time and down for the second time is Allie Peters. It is 5-0 in favor of Batesville. 5.05 remaining in the first. 5-3, I should say, uh, in uh, Batesville's favor. Not 5 nothing. Each team had a tray. And there is a layup and a two-shot foul coming for Jackson Dell. This one going to be on the dogs, and that will be Allie Peters with her first on the first team foul. Second team foul on Baseville. That's where Jackson Dell tried to spread you out, attack the bucket, draw the fouls. And that first shot is good for Reagan Hughes. Jacksonville shot 307 free throws to this point Holy in the season. Holy smoke. It's about 60 more than Batesville, and it's close to 100 more than Jacksonville. Violet. <laughs> that is a huge, huge number. My gosh. And it hit 72% of them. Wow. So, so watch out on the line, and there is a rebound of the missed free throw by Sophie Gazelle. Still has her right wrist wrapped, but uh, she's good enough to get back in the action. Sydney Campbell in now for Batesville. Gets it inside to Lydia Haskamp, and it is round and round and in. Lydia with the bucket there. It's 7-4 Bulldogs, and a steal on the other end from the from the Eagles, and uh, Claire Sainer, the only senior on the Batesville team, is in and made that, but she gave it up. Usually a little bit of nerves in this game, but that was the first turnover that happened back-to-back for each team. Four and a half minutes remaining in the first. Both coaches, I know the officials checking with the table. Coach Mitchell Taylor addressing his players from the sideline. Sainer gets the message. Eagles the inbound on the far side, and that was uh, Kalen Hinners throwing the inbound pass. Getting it to Kelsey Borgman. Over on the right wing it goes. And here is Borgman on the left side going down into the corner. And pass broken up there. Good defense by Sophie Gazelle. But the Eagles retain it. And one on two. An underhand shot not there. Rebound for the Eagles does not go. And finally the rebound is pulled down by Allie Peters. Here come the Bulldogs. Inside it goes to Peters. Excuse me, to uh, Lydia Haskamp. And Lydia puts one over the rim. Not good. Our score remains 7-4, Brian. This is pretty uh, wild action for these young women. Yes, and that's what we talk about. Batesville's linked right now, causing some problems with that trap. And uh, Jackson Dell packing that defense on the other end. 3.45 remaining in the first. Eagles with the ball in their sky blue unis with some red trim. We get it back around. There's Sophie Sullivan fouled. And I believe that's going to be on Sidney Campbell. It is. Campbell, the freshman in for Batesville. For some early play. Senior in there as well. Coming back in now is Maddie Haskamp. Three team fouls on the Bulldogs. Zero to Jacksonville. 
3.39 in the quarter. Jacksonville trailing 7-4 to Batesville. And there is the jumper from the right corner. Sophie Sullivan, I believe. Was that the, her worth the three? I'm trying to see what those numbers are. <laughs> they are difficult on the Sky Blue Uni. Sophie got a rebound right there. No, it wasn't her. It was the... It was Cheyenne. Maybe yeah, Cheyenne it, was, it was the... Yep, it was the knee brace of... Uh, Kalen Henners, right? All right. So we are tied at seven at any rate with 314 to go in the quarter. Liddy Haskamp checks out. Allie Peters back in for Batesville. And here come the Bulldogs with Kalen Kathman. Sainer gets the pass. Back to Kalen. Over on the right corner. And there is a steal. Sophie Sullivan coming from half court for the layup. That's the kind of play of the meter player of the week. And it's 9-7, Jacksonville. Almost another steal. Great effort by Kalen Hinners right there, Brian. Yeah, Jacksonville getting a little momentum here, like we said, to get down and get a little momentum and then really extended that defense. Tried to steal that ball. It uh, was knocked out of bounds. It will remain Batesville's possession, but the Eagles lead 9-7 here. 2.40 remaining in the first. Handling that ball is Sidney Campbell. She gives it away to Sainer. Bulldogs retain possession. Kalen Kathman for three. Got it a second time. Six points already in this game for Kalen Kathman from long range. Broken shoot. Here is a layup underhanded for Julia Meyer of Jackson Dell. Nice one for Julia. Makes it 11 to 10. Sainer on the right wing now for Batesville. Peters at the line at the elbow of it. Kathman up front, drives one on four, has it stolen away. For Jacksonville, that is Kelsey Borgman coming away with the ball. She's dribbling down the right side. And almost has it stolen, and let's see. No, her teammate gets it back in the backcourt and is fouled by Sidney Campbell. Sidney's going to have a quick second personal. And I think it was uh, Kelsey Borgman who went diving for that ball and was fouled by Campbell. Yeah, you're right. And I was kind of watching. Uh, Reagan Hughes has had a tweaked ankle a little bit. Big three-point shooter for the Eagles. Looked like she's maybe uh, tweaked that again right here. And Kelsey's going to have to come out for the Bulldogs with the two. Minute 40 remaining in the first quarter. 11-10, Jacksonville now with the lead. Borgman with a pass. And look at that. Inside, another layup. That almost went. It was rebounded by Hinners and then picked off by the Bulldogs. That was Maddie Haskamp. And now Kathman back to Haskamp. She's dribbling around the top. And it is Kathman for another three. A third one goes down. The freshman lining it up for Batesville. 13 to 11. And they get the turnover on top of that. Wow. At the other end. Minute 14 remaining in the first. And... Uh, Let's stay here for a moment and remind you that our sponsors for the Ripley County Tournament include Ivy Tech Community College, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Napoleon State Bank, and Gearings. And Brian Samples, this has been incredible action as Claire Sainer gets the inbound pass. It's kind of what we thought. Up and down the court, both teams getting after it. But, uh, man, Kathleen knocking down those threes is huge. Minute six remaining in the first and foul on Jackson Dell, I believe, as Batesville brings it up. It should be on Savannah Steele, I think. It is. Savannah had just come in a moment ago. 
her first fourth, uh, first team foul for the Eagles, and Baseville has a shot blocked and pulled down. Reagan Hughes brings it up, launches an NBA three, and nails that. Reagan Hughes, her second tray. Seven points on the game for her. It's now 14-13, Jackson Dell. There's Allie Peters for two from the lane. No. Rebounded by Lydia Haskamp. And Sainer puts up three. Back of the iron, not good. Bulldogs' Kathman rebounds. Back in the hands of Peters. She has it almost stolen away. Gets it back is Claire Sainer. Man alive. What action we have in both these girls' games tonight. This one seems somewhat more aggressive between Batesville and Jacksonville. Ten seconds remaining in the th- first qu- no, first quarter. That's what I meant to say. Holding is the foul. It is charged to Kelsey Borgman. Borgman. And so that will be her first. And the Bulldogs will inbound on their baseline. Two team fouls on the Eagles, four on the Bulldogs. 14-13, the Eagles lead. Wow, there is a, tough shot. a fadeaway jumper for Allie Peters. It's good. And our score at the end of one is the Baseville Bulldogs 15, the Jacksonville Eagles 14. More girls action coming up in one minute on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Hi everybody, it's Jim Williams again, and you know the 100th Ripley County Basketball Tournament is a very special thing, and to celebrate it, Affinity Graphics and Tees is taking orders right now for the special t-shirt commemorating this milestone event. They even feature the logos of all the current and past teams that have been part of the tourney. I ordered mine as soon as I heard about it, and I hope you'll order yours right now too. Just head on over to the Affinity Graphics and Tees Facebook page, that's Affinity Graphics and Tees, for your official Ripley County Tournament t-shirt. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. We are back at the second game of the girls' Ripley County basketball tournament, and the Batesville Bulldogs and Jacksonville Eagles are lighting it up, each team with three three-pointers in the first quarter. It is 15-14, and it's Bulldogs ball to begin the second period. Allie Peters brings it up into the lane, shoots two from the left side of it, and I believe she was tagged as she let that ball go by the Eagles. Let's see. She was, and that should be on Reagan Hughes. I believe that's her first personal. Yes. Peters 51% free throw line, 25 of 49 on the year. And so Allie goes to the line. For two, first one's good, and do want to remind you that uh, that free throw is brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance in Batesville. You can see agent Rebecca Kraft. Second one, not good. 
So our score remains 16-14, but the Bulldogs get it back, give it back to Peters for a layup. She goes over the bucket, no good, rebounded by the Eagles. And they get all the way down into the corner on the right uh, of their front court now to our left. 7.37 to go in the half, 16-14, Baseville. There is Reagan Hughes dribbling to her right. And now Sophie Sullivan comes across. And launching an NBA three. It's back of the iron. Not good for the Eagles. Rebounding underneath Kelly Borgman. Uh, Kelsey Borgman. And some of the Eagles fans think she was fouled under there. But no, it's just going to be uh, off the Bulldogs. Eagles ball. Inbound pass comes to Julia Meyer. She goes back up front. That is Hughes. Sophie Sullivan's in position, but goes past her. The ball goes back over to the left corner. Launching a three from the corner is uh, Kaylin Hinners. It's rebounded by Allie Peters. And here come the Bulldogs. She's one on three. In for two. Yes. No. A travel. Oh, wow. The fifth turnover on the uh, Bulldogs to four for Jacksonville. And who had that first uh, two-pointer of the second quarter for Batesville? Her first uh, free throw, I should say. Yeah, the free throw was uh, Peters. Okay, there we go. Yep. That's where I botched that. In the the wrong quarter box is what I had. There we go. Okay, now she's one for two. Okay, and here is a three-pointer for Jackson Dell that bounces way out from the rim to Kaylin Kathman. She has tagged a couple times. No foul called. Ball goes out of bounds off the Eagles, however. So the Bulldogs retain possession. That was a rough go on the far sideline right in front of the fans. I got both teams with 9-3 shot and only 7-2 shot. They shot exactly the same, but shooting more teams than two. Incredible. 16-14, Batesville. Just under six and a half minutes to go in the first half. Allie Peters, much more active than in many games, and she dribbles it all the way in. Oh, misses the jump shot from four feet away. On the rebound under there was... Kalen Hinners and a foul. This is going to be on Lydia Haskent. I think that's her first. It is. Remains 16-14, Batesville. Sophie Sullivan bringing it up, going over to Hinners on the left wing. Back up front it goes into the hands of Borgman. Tipped away for a moment by Gazelle, but the Eagles get it back. Go over to Sullivan on the right wing. Up front again to Hinners. And then they give it to Sullivan in the lane, and she was fouled. She'll be shooting two on this one. She was tagged as the ball went off the bottom of the backboard. And this is going to be a second on Lydia Haskamp. That could be trouble for the Bulldogs, Brian. Yes, take away some height in the middle. That's where Jacksonville likes to penetrate, get down the lane against this trap. She's not going out yet. And they give the ball to Sophie, who was a delight to talk to. And uh, you guys should uh, check out the daily pod we did with her last week on WRBI. It's always available on WRBI.com, uh, radio.com. Sophie's a 66% free throw shooter. Missed that first one. Lydia Haskamp comes out and is replaced by the lone Bulldog senior, Claire Sainer. Second shot coming up for Sullivan. She has two points so far. And now she still has two. Allie Peters skies for the rebound and brings it up for the dogs. She dribbles like a guard. She is and behind her back. 
the kind of big player you want in women's hoops. i got to believe she's getting good college offers. Here is Clara Sainer with the pass. Back to Peters. Driving baseline. And she loops one over the heads of two defenders. This is going to be Batesville ball, the official says. The Jacksonville fans cannot believe it as you hear. 5.35 to go in the half. It is 16-14. They reverse themselves again, Brian. It's Jacksonville ball. Yep, and from here it did look like Batesville had a hand on that one. Reagan Hughes checks back in for Sullivan. I'm sitting on the top row also, so you can't go off what I see. (laughs) (laughs) We have pretty good focus from up here, actually. Five and a half minutes remaining in the half, 16-14. Bulldogs and the Eagles struggling to score. They're both struggling to score in the second quarter. And here comes Allie Peters with a rebound on a missed missed Eagle layup. Peters gets it to Gazelle, gets it back at the free throw line. Jump shot, side of the rim, not there. Eagles bring it back. Now down to the right wing. And wide open up front is uh, Kaylin Hinners. Gets it over to Reagan Hughes, and no, it's in and out, not good. Rebounded underneath, and another foul. Again on Batesville, I believe. Laney Narwald is in, and she got tagged. No, not a foul there. They're going to call it a travel Ooh, as she went up and down with the ball. <laughs> she went <laughs> off her feet and back down with the ball. That's officially yep. traveling. So 16-14 remains our score. 4.45 to go in the half. One point on a free throw in this quarter. Allie Peters dribbles into the lane. Has it stolen right out of her hands by the Eagles. And bring it all the way down court is... Laney Narwald, her layup is not good off the side of the rim. Peters gets it back on an outlet pass from a teammate, and they're going to they are going to call a block. And Kaylin Hinners cannot believe it; could get herself a technical with demonstrating there, but she does not. Gets the foul, and it's going to be free throws for Allie Peters. She has the one point of this quarter so far. Four twenty-seven remaining in the half. 16-14, Batesville. And not good off the back of the rim. Three of her teammates uh, urge her to uh, relax and make the second one. There is the second. It is good. That makes our score 17-14. to 14. In favor of the Bulldogs, 4.19 to go in the half. And Kathman almost makes a steal at midcourt, but the Eagles recover it. Get it right back over to Kalen Hinners. And there is a three from the right wing. That shot by Reagan Hughes, her third of the game. Wow. Here come the Bulldogs. Sainer on the right wing. Dribbling it up around the circle. Looking for the Bulldogs to set slash move. She comes to her right, gets the pass back to Kaylin Kathman. Kathman thinks about another long shot, dribbles in right of the lane, and in and out, not there. Pulled down by Hinners, and now it's all the way back down court for the Eagles. Into the right corner, no shot there. Coming up off the glass, it's Julia Meyer, and the Bulldogs rebound. Allie Peters has it again, Sainer in the lane. In between two defenders, underhand layup, off the rim, not there. And pulling it down is Hinners for Jacksonville. Now we're in all the way up is Meyer. And here's a three, in and out, not good. 
Kathman, the freshman, with the rebound. The point guard lobs it in to Peters. She's off the bottom of the backboard. Not there and no foul. Henders with the rebound again. Back down the other way are the Eagles. And there is Cheyenne Cullen in the game for the first time with two points. I can't mark them down fast enough. <laughs> it's 19-17 <laughs> in favor of the Eagles now. Wow. Yeah, we were 17. Yeah, that's right. Okay, good. <laughs> Checking my scoreboard. <laughs> You're two, good. Two and a half minutes remaining in the half. Here is Claire Sainer with a senior jump shot from three-point range. Not there, but pulled down by Sophie Gazelle. And Gazelle puts it back up inside. No. Eagles rebound. They're bringing it back quickly. And all the way down the court for the layup is Julia Meyer. Meyer hits it, and it is... 21 to 17 Eagles with 2.13 to go in the first half. We'll be back in 30 seconds on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Ready to tackle outdoor projects? Visit Nobby Mower Shop in Batesville, your go to for quality outdoor equipment. Explore John Deere compact tractors delivering power from 23 to 100 horsepower for both residential and commercial. Financing available with approved credit. Nobby Mower Shop, locally owned for 40 years, is your go-to for outdoor equipment, offering pickup, delivery, certified technicians, and parts. Nobby Mower Shop, your partner in power. Visit today and get those projects rolling. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. You're listening to the Ripley County Basketball Tournament Girls Edition from Jacksonville High on WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And it's Jim Williams along with, uh, excuse me, Brian Samples. And, uh, Brian, this has been a wild first half of a girls game in our second contest of the night. Yes, and I can tell you it's up and down pace, up and down pace. If Jacksonville gets a lead, this will go completely the opposite direction. Really? They'll bring that thing out and sit on it, and they'll just work it and work it. Ah. So you might see a little bit of everything tonight. Fast now could lead to slow later. <laughs> You're right. Ooh, okay. Lead. Let's watch for that. Let's mark Brian Sample's words right there, boys and girls. 2.13 to go on the half. It's 21-17 Jacksonville. Baseville to inbound. Anybody's game at this point. Allie Peters gets the inbound pass from Sophie Gazelle, who's just off a wrist injury and still has the bandage on her hand. Peters playing a lot more than just in the post tonight. She's bringing that ball up. Claire Sainer launches three. The only senior puts it in and off the backboard and good. Sainer for the tray. That was a pretty shot, got to say. Yes, nice touch in and out right back in. 21-20 to now. Batesville catching up and Kathman stealing the ball, getting it right back down to Gazelle, taking it away, and Maddie Haskamp, the freshman, is in battling. Sophie Sullivan for a jump. This one goes to the Eagles. Coming back in is Kaylin Henners. Uh, Cheyenne Cullen was in for her for a moment. Cheyenne scored in that uh, in the early part of the second quarter. Here is Kelsey Borgman bringing it up on the left side. Now driving baseline for the Eagles. And there is a big assist pass, which goes right to... Uh, excuse me, uh, Kaylin Henners and in for a pair. 23-20 now our score. Minute 14 remaining. Allie Peters wide of the lane. Sainer for another tray. Back of the iron, not there this time. And Sainer gets her own rebound. 
Driving baseline under hands one does not get it. And pulling that out of the air is uh, Julia Meyer. It's back up front in the hands of Hinner. Kaylin comes back to her left. And Meyer. Meyer being covered out there by Maddie Haskamp, the freshman. Not as tall as her sister, but uh, she's playing well as a youngster. Kaylin Hinner's up front, left side win. Not moving the ball, 30 seconds remaining in the half. It's Meyer dribbling on the younger Haskamp. Layup attempted, and two free throws are coming. She was fouled. And this will be on Maddie Haskamp. I believe the first for the freshman. Yes, it is. A remarkably foul-free quarter, though, Brian. Only five team fouls. Sure was. All the action. Fouls are way down. First free throw back of the iron. Not there. It has not been a night for free throws. Julia Meyer shoots Ooh, 85%. <laughs> Julia does? And yes. That was a big miss. And that's 80 of 106. So the odds are good. She'll sink this one. And no, it rims out as well. Pulled down by Manny Haskamp. Here come the Bulldogs. There's Gazelle. Over to Allie Peters. 18 seconds remaining in the half. 15 Bulldogs trailing the Eagles by three, 23-20. Can Batesville get closer here in the closing seconds? Five seconds. Saner. Kathman up for three. Not good this time, and that is going to do it. As the Eagles rebound. Hoo-wee. <laughs> at halftime of our second game, and they have gone by quickly. Here at Jackson Dell in the first night of the Ripley County Tournament. I am a fan of the Ripley County Tournament. Holy smoke. It is the Jackson Dell Eagles on their home floor leading the Batesville Bulldogs 23-20. to And we'll be back to get a breath and tell you about it after this on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. Whether it's gas, water, or sewer work being done on your property, insists on it. Osgood Utilities also salutes the Jack Sendell boys and girls basketball teams and wishes them well in the Ripley County Tournament. Organized sports teaches lessons in hard work and teamwork that will stay with these young men and women for life. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and dial 811 before you dig. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. 
This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. And we're brought to you by outstanding sponsors, including Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, also Ivy Tech Community College, Napoleon State Bank, Gearings, H&R Block, Ison's Family Pizza, Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, and the Rusty Buck. And we do want to remind you that the next free throw in the game in the third quarter will be brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. And basically you can see Rebecca Kraft for that. And Jim Williams along with Brian Samples and Man Alive. Uh, we had a good game in the first one. Uh, in the girls' play tonight, it was, of course, uh, won by, uh, excuse me, it was won by uh, South Ripley over Milan. The final there, 37-28. This one is the Jacksonville Eagles leading Batesville 23-20 to at halftime. I'm, I'm just breathless, so breathless I'm almost lost, Brian. Uh, <laughs> man, it, it's it's been crazy. Yes, and it's it's everything. This is a expect. super intense game. It really is, and and this is exactly what I would expect out of both these two teams. That's how they play all the time. Like I said, both have them. Both of them had good holiday tourneys they played in with Batesville going to Scottsburg, Jacksonville going to Richmond. I mean, a lot of good teams there, a lot of good things, and you can tell they're throwing it all out here tonight. Oh yeah, well this is uh, I had never seen Jacksonville before tonight, but uh, certainly impressed them. I've seen Batesville several times there in my very first game uh, almost a month ago now and uh, uh, the the difference tonight for the Bulldogs is is impressive I mean it, it's like a different ball club yes they're really using their athleticism really using their speed really making it happen and I can tell you in the last few games when Kaylin Kathman has taken over that point guard spot the freshman she has made a huge difference yes and you can tell from the first time these two played I actually watched that first game that they played so yeah you can tell yeah how was that the original out. matchup Yes, I mean it was a ten-point win for Jacksonville, but okay. but it was one of those where Batesville had the lead. Jacksonville worked all the way back, then they got the lead, and they kind of put it in the deep freeze late. And you know that's what Batesville's going to have to watch out for here. Batesville really can really extend out though with their length and their defense, so you know they're able to keep it this close right now. I'd be anxious to see more long-range shooting just because it's so fun. In the first quarter, uh, each team had three three-pointers. Uh, Kathman had all her nine points for the first half from long range in that first quarter. Didn't shoot another one in the second. And uh, in the second, Claire Sainer nailed one, uh, the, the only bucket from the field for uh, Batesville in that period. And uh, for the... Eagles, it was Reagan Hughes with two trays and a free throw in the first. Kevin Hinners hitting another three, and then Hughes hitting a third three in the second quarter. Uh, so we have had uh, Rock'em Sock'em action. And uh, again, nine points for Kathman for Batesville, three for Saner off of that bucket. It was a two, four, six on a pair of two pointers and a pair of free throws for Allison Peters. And Lydia Haskamp has a lone bucket for two. She could be and should be scoring a lot more. Uh, Cheyenne Cohen put in a two in the second quarter for Jackson Dell. Also a two in the first for uh, Sophie Sullivan, the player of the week a couple weeks ago. Julia Meyer had a bucket in each quarter for four on the half. Again, Reagan Hughes with three trays for uh, ten points with a free throw. And Kaylin Henners with her tray and a bucket has five. I believe that's pretty close anyway, Brian. Are we we on the mark? I'm with you. Okay. You've been on it all night. Outstanding. You you don't have to ask him more. I'm I'm, I'm just lucky. I'm lucky out. <laughs> You're the stat guy. I'm. I'm just. I'm, I'm just the announce guy trying to 
write things down while I'm looking at stuff. Uh, th- this has just been a fabulous game, and, and and you know I was pretty impressed with our first game, but it but it wasn't as close uh, as long. Th- this well, it was 21 to 12 at halftime, but uh, didn't get a whole lot closer for the Milan Indians. But uh, this one, this can literally go either way. 20, yes. 23 20 at the break, and each team can shoot from long range. They can go inside. They've got bigs. Oh my, what a half is coming. Yes, and they're all evened up like that right now. There's a, As far as twos go, Jackson Dell was 5 of 15. They were 4 of 11 from 3. 1 of 6 from the free throw line, which is not typical for them because they shoot a very good 72% as a team and just 7 turnovers. You look at Batesville, they were 3 of 15 from 2, 4 of 13 from 3. So they have more threes than twos. They were 2 of 4 from the free throw line, and they had 7 turnovers as well. So, I mean... Can't play much more even than that. So let's get in the projection business. What do we predict happens in the second half in this great girls game? I think Batesville's going to keep extending the pressure because you got to take away the threes from Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Can't okay. let Meyer drive to the bucket. Okay. On the flip side, Jacksonville's been flipping out of this 2-2-1 half-court trap. They fall back in the zone. It's the same way. you got to chase Catherine. I mean, Somebody and You've I think got to cover that girl. Jackson, they'll start face Gardner there late in that quarter. I look for them to chase her this whole quarter, and it'll be a matter of who can step up for Batesville and hit some more shots with her not getting those threes off. And I didn't realize that the senior Saner uh, had them uh, until tonight, and that was, uh, I mean, Claire pumped it up like like an NBA. Or it yes. was just pretty pretty impressive. But uh, Catherine did too, and so uh, and again, so did Hughes for Jackson Dell. So the teams are coming back on the floor and we are getting ready for more action. It is the Jackson Dell Eagles and the Batesville Bulldogs in the first night of the 2024 Ripley County Basketball Tournament here at Jackson Dell. Second half is on the way next on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Brian Summers back at, uh, uh, no, not Summers, Samples. Jeez, I'm sorry. Because uh, <laughs> the winners or something. Uh, uh, back here at Jacksonville High in beautiful uptown Osgood. I don't have to drive far tonight, so that's great. Uh, the uh, uh, Batesville Bulldogs are 
uh, trailing the Jacksonville Eagles in the second girls game of this year's Ripley County Basketball Tournament, 23-20, to and it has just been a thriller, and uh, our first game was terrific as well, but in different ways as uh, South Ripley got the victory over Milan, and again, that final was 37 37- to 28. And of course, uh, the boys' tournament gets underway tomorrow. Same matchups, but at Batesville High. And so the first game will be again uh, uh, Milan and South Ripley. And the second game will be Batesville and Jacksonville, but it will be on uh, Batesville's home court. And so we will have those games for you as well uh, right here on 103.9 FM, the new WRBI app and WRBIRadio.com. Uh, so we want you to be sure to stay with us for the entire tournament. And, uh, Brian, if the rest of the games are anything like these two tonight, then I think people will be riveted. They will. It's going to be a really good tourney all the way through. Encourage people to get out to the all the games, but for that 100th anniversary there at Batesville, a lot of things going on. they got selling the shirts over there. They're doing the videos and the all kinds of things going for that 100th anniversary. Absolutely, and, and this is a pretty darn nice uh, 49th anniversary first night, i got to say, for the for the girls' game. So we will open with Batesville having the ball going from our right to left, and they throw it in with Sophie Gazelle, and we are underway. Allie Peters getting the ball first, giving it to Gazelle once again, excuse me, to uh, uh, Maddie Haskamp, and... Kaylin Kathman has it for a moment in the lane. There it goes to Gazelle. Off the rim, not there. Getting the rebound is Peters. Maddie Haskam has it back to point guard Kaylin Kathman. And now it's underneath to Kathman, and she's clobbered by Sophie Sullivan. And Sophie, when I talked to her last week, didn't seem like a clobbering kind of gal. But uh, that was a big shot. It's like, don't let them get that off. Make them hit it at the free throw line. First personal, I believe, for Sophie it is. First team foul of the half in the third quarter. Kathman's first shot is good. She has seven points on the, or excuse me, she has ten points on the night. Nine of them from three-point range in the first quarter. 7.31 left in the third quarter. Second shot also good. Had that big high arcing into the net. Good-looking shot for a freshman. Pretty impressive indeed. 23-22, our score now. And here come the Eagles. Going over to the left wing for three, no. And that comes down in the hands of Gazelle. All the way back down to Allie Peters, who's running the floor like a guard tonight. And Peters puts it in for two. Oh, man, that was around and round and down. You're right. She is getting up and down the court tonight, more than I've seen. Absolutely. And so it's the two free throws and now the bucket. And Jacksonville gives it up. So Gazelle brings it right back for the Bulldogs. Peters up front. Again, not playing like a post. uh, And she's a post. But but Lydia Haskamp is playing the bigger post here tonight. And so it's Maddie Haskamp going back to her sister on the right wing. Lydia drives in and... She was kind of tagged, but no foul there. It's just going to go out of bounds off the Eagles. On the baseline, ready to throw it in is Gazelle. Sobe does so, gets it to Allie Peters, off the rim, and down for two. So six quick points for the uh, Bulldogs, just the way they're going to start to have. i got to believe that's a 
a way to start the half to Coach Taylor likes. And here is a foul on the Bulldogs as the Eagles bring it down. This is underneath. And it's going to be on Peters. Her second of the game. On the stripe for Jacksonville. Will be, I believe, yes it is, uh, Julia Meyer. And that's her first made free throw. Yes, one of three. So she's down and it's 26-24. Oops. The number 22 on there. And second one also drops in. So Julia has six points on the game and it's 26-25. Looks the like homestanding Eagles getting closer. Go ahead, Brad. Jacksonville's gone to a triangle and two. They're chasing Kathman and they're also chasing Gazelle. And there's Kaitlin Kathman dribbling around the arc. And trying to go down low and does not, but they tip the ball out of her hands. Allie Peters comes out to grab it. Peters acting like a guard. What a what a night for her. Maddie Haskam underneath. And there is Peters once again and taken away. Good work there by Meyer for the Eagles. She's got it down on the right wing. That is to Kelsey Borgman. No shot there. Back up front to Sophie Sullivan. Excuse me, that was uh, Kaylin Henners. Now back to Henners, coming from the pass of Hughes. Over to the left wing, thinking about three, not taking it, driving baseline instead, up off the glass is Borgman, and she travels. She was hoping there was a foul behind that whistle, but there was not. Yep, it was close. I think she did drag that foot before she got the shot off. 26-25 remains our score. 520 remaining in the third quarter. And it is Allie Peters at nearly six feet tall, bringing that ball up like a guard. Maddie Haskamp goes right now. Back to Peters. Allie's around the arc. And Lydia Haskamp launches three from the left corner. Nails it. Wowzer. Big number 44 makes it 29-25, Batesville. Here in Jacksonville, it's Reagan Hughes now. Back up front, it goes to Hinners. Over to the left wing, that is Borgman. Kelsey dribbles out near the sky blue arc and down to the corner. And putting up her own three is Kaylin Hinners. She had one in the first quarter as well. It's 29-28. You know, for Haskamp on that three on the other end, they made two out of three this year. So that's wow. big for her to step up and hit that. This is the time for sure. Allie Peters has it now for Baseville, and Lydia Haskamp nails another. Two trays in the last minute or so for the six-footer for Baseville. 32-28 to 28 now, and Peters blocks a shot and pulls the rebound down and is fouled in the backcourt. Foul charge to Sophia Sullivan. Sophie with two fouls. Wow. <sighs> Steel checks in for for uh, uh, excuse me for Hinners, and uh, I'm I'm breathless. The three fifty seven to go in the third quarter. Thirty two to twenty eight. Batesville. And the Bulldogs playing a totally different game than we've seen earlier in the, the month. Peters outside the arc on the right side. 
Gets it over to Maddie Haskam, the younger of the two Haskam sisters. Lydia's still in there, but Peters comes in off the glass. No, and tipped back up and back up again. Two good rebounds there and a foul. This is going to be on Julia Meyer. Her first of the game for as much contact as she's had in there. And Allie Peters will go to the line. First free throw good. I have Allie for nine rebounds. Four of those offensive. Wow. And for 11 points so far. Sophie Sullivan checks out for Jacksonville. In to uh, give her a breather is Hinners once again. Second shot for Peters. Not good. Back of the iron. Rebounded by Borgman of the Eagles. She comes down to the right, and Kelsey has to go back left. She was stopped down there. Now driving baseline. And here come the Eagles, and that goes down for two. Savannah Steele in the ballgame. She's going to be shooting a, a three-point play. That foul was on Lydia Haskamp. That's her third. Lydia needs to watch that. The big six-footer, and she is checking out. Claire Sainer replaces her. Man alive. Savannah Steele. What a shot it was to make it 33 to 30. 321 to go in the third quarter. Free throw on the three-point play underway. It is not good. Pulled off the rim by the long Sophie Gazelle. And Sophie goes all the way down court for the layup. She's coming back from that hand injury just fine, she says. And it's 35 to 30. You can tell she hasn't really attacked the bucket like she used to, but that was a good move there. You bet it was. Here are the Eagles. Up front to Hinners. Now left side to Steele. They'll be like an actress or private detective named Savannah Steele. <laughs> Up front, it's in the hand of Hinners. Kalen running the offense and a travel call. As Reagan Hughes got the ball back, she has not scored in the second half yet. The 2.40 to go in the third quarter. Tenth turnover on the Eagles now, so starting to make a few turnovers. Had, both teams had seven at the half. Steele comes back out and is replaced by Sophie Sullivan. 2.40 remaining in the third. 35-30, Batesville. Batesville in the white uniforms and the Eagles in their sky blue. But, of course, they're still the home team. This is the home court. Claire Sainer, the senior, back in for the Bulldogs. She's going to back out near the center line. Going to be defended by Reagan Hughes. And Sainer gets a good bounce pass away over to Gazelle. Sophie goes right down the corner to the baseline. Sainer under the bucket, off the glass. Could have been good. No, front of the rim. And Sainer then grabs her own rebound. No, it is Sydney Campbell grabbing the rebound for Batesville. She's in the action. Now down to the corner to Campbell, up for three, good! Campbell nails it. That makes it 38-30 to now. Here come the Eagles over the rim with a little too much force as Julia Meyer. Sophie Gazelle grabs that ball and brings it right back. Biggest lead of the game, I believe. 
for yes, either right. team. Minute yeah. and a half remaining in the third. Eight-point margin. This has been a great one. Rock'em, Sock'em, Robots. Man, Maddie Haskin. Inside she goes, and off the glass. Maddie, the freshman for Batesville, puts it down for two. It's 40-30, to 30, and we'll be back in 60 seconds on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Brian Samples here at Jacksonville High. It's my first time in the building, Brian, and this is a great basketball atmosphere. What amazing fans they have. And these Jacksonville Eagles are giving it their all against the Batesville Bulldogs. It is the first night of the uh, Ripley County Tournament. What more can you ask? You can't. That's exactly <laughs> what you would expect. Well, good. Get to see something like that. I'm, I'm glad to have it. Sullivan inbounds it, and here come the Eagles. That is Kelsey Borgman coming across midcourt, going down into the corner, and in and out and in for three for the Eagles. That was, I believe, Kalen Hinners for the first shot in a while that goes down, and there is Sullivan chasing a steal. Layup is good. Suddenly, suddenly. Five points for the Eagles make it 40 to 35. 48 seconds remaining in the third quarter. And Sophie Sullivan commits a foul, her third, as the Bulldogs attempted to bring that back up. She'll be replaced for a moment by Cheyenne Cullen. But you guys know just how tough a player Sophie is. She's going to be after it no matter what. Foul trouble? I don't care. Uh, Caitlin Kathman gets it over to the right side to Claire Senior for Batesville. Back up front, and there is a three attempt just short for Maddie Haskamp. Rebounded by the Bulldogs, and Claire Sainer puts it up for two. The senior making things happen tonight. Only five points so far, I believe, but she has been a force out there for her teammates. 42-35, to 35, 20 seconds remaining in the third quarter. It is Eagle Ball, and off the glass, just missing a layup, is Kelsey Borgman. Comes down in the hands of Sophie Gazelle. Gazelle was out for a couple weeks with that wrist injury. She still got the wrap on her right hand, but she seems to be feeling just fine. Freshman Kaylin Kathman inside to the senior Saner. Off the glass, no, and pulled down by Borgman of the Eagles. That is the end of the third. We'll catch our breath for a moment uh, and go to the fourth quarter. At the end of three, it is the Batesville Bulldogs 42, Jacksonville Eagles 35 in the Ripley County Tournament on 103.9 FM and the new WRBIF. 
Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit blackhawkag.com today. So, have you been to the Rusty Buck's new location in Batesville? You haven't? Well, you ought to see it. Located north of the interstate on Highway 229, you can't miss it. Just like you relied on the Rusty Buck for all your hunting and fishing supplies and for sales, you can now find that same great service and a wide range of everything you'll need for the great outdoors in Batesville, too. When you're ready to get serious about hunting and fishing, see the Rusty Buck, now in Batesville and for sales. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Starting the fourth quarter here in the second game of the Ripley County Tournament at Jacksonville, it is the visiting baseball Bulldogs over the Eagles, 42-35. to Eagles have the ball to start the fourth quarter, and here they come. Driving baseline, that's going to be a fourth personal on Lydia Haskamp. The six-foot-plus force. It's going to be uh, replaced for a moment by her younger sister, Maddie, the freshman. Lydia's a junior. So the Bulldogs lose some height on that. The Bulldogs, uh, the Eagles, rather, have a hard time getting the pass in. They finally do. Now Sophie Sullivan has it on the right wing. Gets it away to Borgman. Kelsey in for a layup. High off the glass and not good. She's going to be shooting, too. She was tagged. And this one is charged to Kaylin Kathman of the Bulldogs. I believe it's her first. And you can see Jacksonville this quarter. High ball screens, attacking inside, trying to get to the free throw line. 19 seconds gone in the quarter. First free throw for Borgman. Surprisingly an air ball. Or no, she made that. Yep. Oh, yeah, she made, made both. Sorry, it didn't ripple the net. That's why I thought it was an air ball. 42 to 37. All right, here we go. 7.35 remaining now. Five-point difference, 42-37 in favor of Batesville. But excuse me, anything could happen. And here is Gazelle with a pass. Rockets one inside to Allie Peters. She is triple teamed. And is there a foul? I think they called a jump ball. They it was did. Quick. They did. There was contact on the Through ball. Hand. Yep. So it's a jump, and the possession arrow goes to the dogs. Gazelle will be inbounding from the baseline to our left. Sophie gets it in just before the deadline, and it's up for two and in and out. That from Sydney Campbell, the freshman, getting some good minutes here tonight. And Sydney's kind of mad at herself for not bringing that completely in. I think she goes about 5, 10, or 11 as well. So a future looking promising for the dogs, height-wise. 7.15 remaining, 42 to 37. Anything could happen here. It's only a five-point margin. Borgman for the Eagles, down to the corner for three. Nailing it is Reagan Hughes, her fourth tray of the game. And that makes it 42-40. to 40. Here with another three for Batesville is Maddie Haskamp. You can shoot three, I can shoot three. <laughs> Fine. Man alive, it's 
45 to, whoa, there was an NBA three for the Eagles. Borgman, and she gets her own rebound. Blocked out there by Gazelle. Sophie's first foul of the game, I believe. Man alive. That'll be her second. Her second, okay. She's got two. Close enough. There we go. Three fouls on Batesville, zero to Jackson Bell in the quarter. Sidney Campbell comes out for Batesville. And here come the Eagles with the ball. That is Henners. Back up front to Sullivan. Now Henners on the right wing. Covered by Kathman. Rockets it down to the left corner. Borgman in over two defenders. Not there. Kathman, the freshman with the rebound. She only goes about 5'8", and she was tagged under there. I think they're going to get that on Julia Meyer. I think you're right. Foul on the Eagles. 22 for Meyer. Her second? Yes, her second. 45-40 remains our score. Man. What a game it is. What a pair of games we've had here in the Ripley County Tournament. You guys need to buy a ticket and get here. Well, tomorrow, get to Batesville for the boys, but uh, in the next couple days, get back here for more girls' action. This one is a foul on Sophie Sullivan. Be her fourth. Fourth one for the recent player of the week. 5.57 to go in regulation. It is 45-40 Batesville. And Reagan Hughes heads to the sideline, shaken up, and Allie Peters gets the inbound pass, puts a bucket in for two. Peters with a big game, and here come the Eagles. 5.40 left, and off the glass, no. That shot was not long enough. Haskamp battling for the rebound, along with Sullivan, and this will go to the Eagles on the possession arrow. 47-40, Batesville. 5.39 remaining. Looping inbound pass. Picked up by... Oh, Kind of a running start on the yeah. they did the handoff. P- picked up by Sullivan, and they say uh, Sophie was running too fast. Uh, too many steps before she put the ball on the floor. So, ball goes right back to the Bulldogs. Five and a half minutes remaining now. 47-40. Not a lot of scoring in this fourth quarter so far. Whatever scoring there is could be pivotal. There is Gazelle. Up front to Kathman. Hand on her, no foul. Allie Peters down toward the baseline. Hands the way to Saner. Back up front to Kathman. Looking for a pass. Gets one over to the right side to Gazelle. Sophie. She's doubled. And they're going to say she double dribbled up there. So 11 turnovers apiece. Wow. You know, it's not a ridiculous total for either team for a full game. I know with uh, Batesville's averaging 20 a game. <laughs> there you go. So they're about in half. Jacksonville. 16. Both teams playing well tonight. I love this. Five minutes remaining on the regulation clock. 47-40. Batesville in the lead. Jackson Dell needs to get some points. Borgman on the baseline. Up for two. No. Rolls off the rim. And Gazelle's there for the board. And they're going to say she got tagged as she was pulling that rebound down. Charging it to Julia Meyer. 
Her third. 4.50 left. No shots. It'll be ball at the baseline for Batesville. Gazelle gets it into Kathman. She and Allie Peters bring it up. Not crossing the timeline yet. Now Kathman does. Four and a half minutes approximately. There is Maddie Haskamp, the younger of the two sisters. Kathman over to Gazelle toward the baseline. Double teamed and jump ball. Possession arrow two, Bulldogs. Sophie Sullivan checks back in. Giving a break to uh, Cheyenne Cullen, who had come in, the sophomore. Batesville being really patient right now. I think they're working that clock, but not trying to show it. There you go. Definitely working the clock. Gazelle. Cross courts it to the lane to Sainer. She wants to go up for it, and again jump ball as the Eagles did a nice job getting their hand on it but not committing a foul and not getting a jump. Or, I mean, not committing a foul. They did get the jump. Possession arrow to the Eagles. <laughs> Jackson Hill's going to need a bucket this possession. Let's see if they can grab one. There's Borgman going left to the corner. That down to Hughes. Reagan's up toward the timeline. There is the ball back to Reagan. Jumper good for three. Hughes for her fifth three of the game. That makes it 47-43. As number 24 pops that one in. Here's Kaylin Kathman for three. Yes! That's the answer right back. Her fourth of the game. Three in the first quarter. 50-43. Just under three and a half minutes to go. Driving baseline, putting it up over the rim was a Hughes and ball came down to Sullivan jump ball this time the possession arrow to the Bulldogs 50 to 43 seven point lead for Batesville 320 remaining in regulation holy smokes here it comes Gazelle bringing it up in front of a double team off the back of the glass no they're off the back of the rim Julia Meyer with the rebound Jackson Bell down to the corner it goes. Up front it is in the hands of Hinners. Kaylin goes to her right side to Borgman. Kelsey gets it back in front there. Sophie Sullivan. Now on the right wing. It is Meyer. Julia. Up front. Up front. Eagles need to score. 248 remaining. They're down seven. They don't need to work the ball. They need to score. And they still possess it. Getting good passes. And... The, the thing that Batesville wanted to do happened. Yep. The, the too many passes for Jacksonville and a turnover. I out of bounds. There's a case where Jacksonville can normally get those shots off, but the length of Batesville is really taking those three-pointers away. Yep. yep. And the big length comes back in in the form of Lydia Haskett. Yes, with her four fouls. 2.35 left. So the Bulldogs don't want to do anything except possess the ball here. Keep it away from the Eagles from scoring. And there is Haskamp. Over to Gazelle. Back up to Kathman. To Allie Peters. Double team. Every one of them gets double team. As soon as they get the ball, that's good defensive movement by the Eagles. Back out Lydia Haskamp. Gazelle. 2.09 left. Time's running out on the Eagles. They're going to have to do something to get the ball back. And there is 
Uh, excuse me, inside the gazelle once again. Lydia Haskamp left side. Maddie Haskamp right side. Back up front is Sally Peters. And Jacksonville just cannot get the ball away from Batesville. And finally, a foul on Sophie Sullivan. No. It's going to be 24. Hughes, only her second. She had she had four fouls to give. So Batesville with that length, they're able to throw over top of all the traps for Jacksonville. So it's really yep. tough for them. Like you said, they're going to have to foul to get Yeah, get there, the there was no way to uh, pick that ball off. Kathman picks it up in the backcourt for Batesville on the inbound pass. She's double teamed. We gets it away to Lydia Haskamp. And Coach Mitch Tyler, uh, Taylor calls a timeout. We will take one as well. 50-43, to 43, a minute 38 left. Back in 30 on WRBI radio.com and the new WRBI app. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's broadcast of the Ripley County Girls Basketball Tournament is being brought to you by great sponsors including Bruns Gutswiller, Osgood Utilities, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Nobby Mower Shop, Blackhawk Precision Ag, and Affinity Graphics and Tees where they're serving your Ripley County Tournament t-shirts. Be sure to grab one. Here is... Allie Peters with the inbound pass for Batesville. 50-43, to 43, a minute and a half remaining. Jacksonville needs the ball, but they are not getting it. Sophie Sullivan covering Kathman, and here's Lydia Haskamp picking up a pass. Double team now, and finally a foul for the Eagles. And that was Kelsey Borgman getting charged. It's going to put Lydia Haskamp on the line for two. Here, first two of the night. She's uh, 19 of 30, 63% on the year. 63% is pretty good, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, pretty good. Minute 23 remaining on the clock. First shot for Lydia is good. Adding to her percentage, 51-43 now. Minute 23 remaining. Jacksonville can do something if they can rebound a missed shot right here and get down score immediately. Not a missed shot. It's good. 52 to 43. Minute 20 left. Borgman coming all the way down. Dribbles it off her foot, but they're going to say she was fouled. That's going to be all for Lydia Haskamp. The six-foot-plus post. Fouls out after playing a pretty doggone good game. However, only scoring three, six, eight, ten points. Yes. Yep, ten points. She hit those two free throws, but I'll tell you, there was nothing bigger than those two threes she hit when totally. Jacksonville was in that triangle. Too. Totally critical in that third quarter. You betcha. Okay, Coach Smith adjusting his Eagle players. Four of them are in a row. Borgman is out of bounds. The inbound pass comes, and it's taken away by Sidney Campbell of Batesville. That's the kind of luck the Eagles have been having on their home floor here tonight. Just no luck at all. 52-43 to 43 remains our score. Foul. And this one charged to Kalen Hainers. Who has 9-11 points herself. 
Campbell on the stripe for the Bulldogs. Bounces one off the back of the rim. Shane Cullen checks in for Jacksonville, replacing Sophie Sullivan. Second shot for Campbell is also not good. Minute 11 left. Time really, really running out on the Eagles. They get the rebound and have to bring it down quickly. There's Kalen Henners. Kelsey Borgman going into the lane. Up and good. That's the shot they needed. And timeout on the floor. We'll stay here and remind you again that uh, our sponsors also include Ivy Tech Community College, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Napoleon State Bank, and Gearings. And uh, our free throws have uh, been uh, brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance. In Batesville, you can see agent Kevin Kreckler. And so, uh, wow, Brian Samples, what a couple ball games we have had. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm breathless. I know, and there's still a big week. i got to work <laughs> tomorrow night and Saturday night. <laughs> it's a big week. <laughs> yes, indeedy. And so uh, there is plenty more action, and uh, we remind uh, you folks uh, that we will have it all here on WRB, WRBI and uh, our associated web portals, etc. And uh, those will be the boys' games tomorrow that also start at 540 with the broadcast. It'll be the same matchups as tonight. It'll be South Ripley playing Milan in the first game and Batesville playing Jacksonville in the second. It'll be on the Batesville court, however, as the girls are playing here and the boys are playing there. Kathman with the ball now to Sophie Gazelle. Rockets one down to Sidney Campbell. 49 seconds remaining as the Bulldogs just want to wind this clock out and get the girls' victory. Allie Peters double-teamed, gets it away to Campbell. Back up front to Kathman. And the few Bulldog fans that are here are pleased. The Eagle fans, of course, are not. And a foul late to get the ball back from Kalen Hinners uh, on Allie Peters. And uh, Peters will step to the line. 52-45 to 45 our score with 31 seconds remaining in this one. And the Bulldogs will advance. First one's around and down. Good. For Peters. I believe that makes her 1, 2, 3, 4 of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And misses the eighth. Here come the Eagles. Cullen over to the corner. And Cheyenne Cullen launches a three. Air ball. Bulldogs let it go. Out of bounds, the Eagle fans and Coach Smith claim that the Bulldogs touched that, so it should be Eagles ball. Fans and Coach Smith are loudly protesting that that should be Eagles ball to our right, but the officials are keeping it Bulldog ball. Kathman with the inbound to Campbell. Back to Kathman, midcourt to Gazelle. And there's Allie Peters on the right side. She covers that ball up and is tagged. With 11.9 seconds remaining in the game. This will be on Reagan, Reagan Hughes. 53-45. Looks like the Bulldog girls are going to get a victory here. In the first round of the tournament. 
the Ripley County Tournament, 49th Girls Edition. The 100th Boys Edition comes your way tomorrow. First and second shots by Allie are good, 55-45. And here is a rapid layup attempt by the Eagles, and uh, that was just not good for Kelsey Borgman. And that is it. Our final is the Baseball Bulldogs 55, Jacksonville Eagles on their home floor 45. Back to recap this girls game and uh, remind you of the earlier one as well in just a few moments. Jim Williams with Brian Samples. We will wrap it up after these words on WRBI 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. Hi, this is Mike Stratton of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles. Eric Karstetter and I are proud to partner with WRBI in bringing you the 100th edition of the Ripley County Tournament. So whether you're an old Napoleon Bearcat, an Osgood Cowboy, a Cross Plains Wildcat, a new Marion Panther, a Versailles Lion, or an old Holton Warhorse like me, we hope you will enjoy one of the finest traditions in Indiana high school basketball. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades. Hi everybody, it's Jim Williams again, and you know the 100th Ripley County Basketball Tournament is a very special thing, and to celebrate it, Affinity Graphics and Tees is taking orders right now for the special t-shirt commemorating this milestone event. They even feature the logos of all the current and past teams that have been part of the tourney. I ordered mine as soon as I heard about it, and I hope you'll order yours right now too. Just head on over to the Affinity Graphics and Tees Facebook page, that's Affinity Graphics and Tees, for your official Ripley County Tournament t-shirt. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. It's Jim Williams with Brian Samples here at Jacksonville High, and what a night in Osgood. Man, alive. Uh, this has just been fabulous to open the uh, Ripley County Basketball Tournament. Uh, it's just been amazing. Our earlier girls' game had... Uh, South Ripley and Milan squaring off, and South Ripley won it 37 to 28. In this one, it was won by Batesville, and uh, final 45. Excuse me, 55 to 45. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. 55 to 45. It was just uh, an incredible contest. Both teams nicely aggressive. Both teams raining threes down, and uh, Brian. Uh, I've tried to add up the points, and I'm quite a bit off. And we've got uh, with us Coach Mitch Taylor 
uh, of the Bulldogs and uh, got some uh, comments in from him. And, Coach, uh, what a victory it was for you uh, with a 10-point margin, and you had a ton of three balls go down in this. And for the games I've seen from your girls in the last uh, month, uh, I have not seen you rain the threes down. That was impressive. Yeah, I mean, we knew we had shooters because um, we see it in practice. We just haven't completely translated it into games. Um, and I think the biggest thing with our girls is the mental side of shooting. You miss the first one and you get down on yourself. You can't get your back, yourself back into the game. They stop shooting it. And the thing is, girls like Kaylin Kathman, uh, Maddie Haskamp, Cindy Campbell, even Lydia Haskamp tonight, like, we can't get down on ourselves after a mistake early in the game. And I think that's what I've been preaching for the last three weeks, and the girls really did that tonight. Like, they're really showing, you know, if I can mentally stay possession by possession, how we can play. Um, I'm really proud of their effort tonight. And gosh dang it, like, <laughs> Lydia Haskamp didn't think she was a three-point shooter, and she comes in, and she might be shooting the best percentage on the team. Not many attempts, but she probably is shooting our best percentage for the season with maybe eight, eight attempts this year, something like that. And that was something we made note of. Um, Lydia was two of three yeah, on okay. the year. She drains two in that when quarter. When she takes them, she hits them. And then you also had Maddie Ascamp knock one down. I think Sydney Campbell, too. They both hit a three. But Jackson Dell went to that triangle in two, and Lydia stepped out there and busted both of those threes. That kind of opened things up there in that it third did. quarter. It, it gave us really a lead. Stretched yeah. out. It really gave us a lead, and then we could really sit in our defense and make them have to uh, drive into bodies and, and see contact. Scott does a great job of preparing them. I mean, they throw so many different defenses at you. Our, our girls in that third quarter did a great job of just reading the defense, getting to the open spots, and then girls found, found them in the middle. We, we always preach against the zone. Where's the best place to get it? Well, it's in the middle. We get the ball in the middle, and we can attack off the dribble. We can kick to the corners. And our girls just made reads, and, you know, they, show, they showed a triangle in two last week in their holiday tournament. I thought we, or a couple weeks ago. I thought we might see it, but we have not seen that much this year. And our girls did a great job just adjusting, making reads, and finding ways to score against it. And, Coach, uh, we, we've seen a lot uh, of your team this year, and uh, Kalen Kathman is an amazing freshman who has developed each and every game and I thought was unbelievably brilliant tonight with those three early trays that went down and really set the tone for you. And the, uh, the three-point shooting, uh, I had not seen yet uh, any team mm-hmm. um, you know, put up as many as successfully. Uh, you drained them from everywhere. It, it was huge. It seemed like a different baseball team. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, like I think confidence is just what we were trying to find throughout the course of this season. And those freshmen have finally gotten to the point where they don't feel like freshmen anymore. You know, I, I tell them, you guys aren't freshmen. You played 17 games this year, and they are way more comfortable with me coaching them, what I expect from them, and then also just being on that varsity floor, playing at that pace, and understanding, like, I can play at this level. So be confident. Take the shots to hit them. Don't take them. Just... Because, well, the ball got moved to me and I'm wide open. Take him to hit him, right? We did a great job of that tonight. And I'm just going to say this, but for some reason, Scottsburg was charging for your tournament last weekend, so I didn't pay the extra money to watch. But I did see a lot of the other games, but I saw your scores down there. And having a holiday tournament before you come in here with teams like that, I mean, Scottsburg, I think, is 14-2. Yeah. You were able to play them right to the wire. The Kogamo's got a good team. You win that in overtime. So, I mean, you get that experience coming into here. But, again, I, maybe I could ask you for the five bucks or whatever it was. To what, but it was like, I saw it was locked out. I was like, all these games are on IHSA Network, and then that one was locked out. We couldn't pay to watch Oh, wow, I didn't know that. It had to be yeah. a 
great experience there, and that's carrying over to where you're at right now. I think some of our girls, they found some things out about themselves, but also about each other. And Lydia Haskamp in our film session last night made a great comment. I asked the team, when do we play our best? And she spoke up and said, we play our best when we play for each other. We make plays for each other. Um, and I think from the beginning of the year, we've had some rough patches, you know, some growing pains. Our last two, three weeks here, a little before Christmas to now, we're playing our best basketball. And it's great to play basketball this time of the year. We're going to keep working on it, keep improving, and continue to, to ride the wave and play our best best basketball by the end of the year. And, of course, Coach, uh, you, all of you coaches uh, previewed it uh, uh, on Coach's Corner with Terrence uh, the other week. But uh, this tournament really seems to mean a lot to a lot of folks. It, it and, and it was electrifying in here tonight. I love this. My first one. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to all our fans. I mean, they came in and supported us, and they were loud. They got behind the en- energy of our bench. Um, and, you know, th- this tournament's fun to play. I played it as a player. You know, everybody in the county, and you kind of know kids out of those schools. You know, you're friends with them. You see them on social media, whatever. And, um, I mean, our girls have done a great job last year and this year. Like, we have found a way to play our best basketball at this point in the year. Now we just got to find a way to keep riding it, like I said earlier. Um, however, I know, this, uh-huh. is a, this is a real high for us. However, this job is not done. We got a big game Friday, and it's going to be a tough opponent. And they know, they see us a lot. They know how to play us. They played us really tough last time we played them at their at their house. So it's back to the it's right back to the drawing board. We got to prepare for Friday and find a way to um, execute the same way we did tonight. And and. Um yeah, I guess I guess that that's it. Since since you know who uh, who you've got, and yep. uh, and and what did you think of that first game? It was a. I mean, they really did a great job of keeping things out of the paint. I thought both teams really packed it in and made everyone play from outside. I mean, that's why it was low scoring, right? Yeah. Both teams were really patient offensively. I thought both teams did a great job of getting the ball in the middle and then attacking and not forcing it when it wasn't there. I think South Ripley is an incredibly patient team. They don't force anything. They take care of the basketball. They're they're in every game they play. And, um, you know, they've, had, they've seen so many winning teams through the years. Those girls expect to win. And, um, I mean, it's going to be the same way on, on Friday night. So we've we got to have our best effort to win a game like that. And get ready to expect to win. So uh, that's a great way to end it. Coach, uh, congratulations and thank you so much for being with us all season. And uh, uh, we'll be uh, looking for your girls uh, uh, in that uh, big ball game against uh, South Ripley. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. That's Coach Miss Taylor of the Baseball Bulldogs, and we'll be right back to wrap things up here from Jacksonville on the Ripley County Tournament on WRBI 103.9 FM, also WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Immerse yourself in outdoor bliss with Nobby Mower Shop in Batesville. Your green haven awaits with top brands like John Deere, Grasshopper Mowers, and more. Explore John Deere compact tractors from 23 to 100 horsepower. Perfect for any lawn. Financing available, too. Nobby Mower Shop, 40 years strong, offers pickup, delivery, certified technicians, and parts. Your dream outdoor space starts here. Nobby Mower Shop. 
turning lawns into havens. Visit today and let the transformation begin. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Wow, Jim Williams and Brian Staples. Jeez, what am I saying? Samples. You talked a lot tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've talked too much tonight, bro. We had to, uh, thanks for bearing with us, folks. Uh, but what a ball game it was. What a pair of ball games we had. Uh, of course, the, the earlier one was uh, won by South Ripley over Milan. The final there, 37-28. to 28, uh, Surprisingly close, according to some observers. I thought the Indians really gave it a, a nice effort in that one. In this one, uh, it, both teams were all over it. They were raining threes in from everywhere, and it was the baseball Bulldogs with the victory finally 55-45 to 45 over the homestanding Jackson Dell Eagles. And uh, uh, Brian uh, Samples, uh, the, the, we have really sampled some, some great, great hoops, uh, and uh, uh, you know, I can hardly wait for that, that next round. <laughs> and I'm just glad you never did pull the junior samples on me all night. Oh, God. So I appreciate no. that. <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't seem, seem like an overalls in the cornfield kind of guy. <laughs> no, a lot of really good basketball. Some uh, players that really stepped up tonight. Uh, Allison Peters, she had her 16 points. I thought, and and again, both teams play like you said so hard. They played so well. Batesville did a good job of being able to take Kelsey Borgman. She averages 10 and a half a game, and Julia Meyer at 13 a game. They scored four and six respectively. So they did a good job of taking those scores out. And on the flip side, you know, Peters scored 16. She averages 10. And it was Lydia Haskamp had 10. She averages six. So it's people stepping up. Kathman averages six, had 14. So a lot of big put. And this happens in this tourney. I think last year, I'm not, I, I want to say it was Marley Obermeyer. Might have caught fire over there at Milan last okay. year. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably had four or five threes in one of those games. So it's there's there are people that step up that get you in a championship game. And that's what's neat about this tourney. Somebody just steps up one night. Really impressive. Uh, yeah, for, for you know a freshman like Kathman to come out, Bam, bam, bam! Three threes in the first quarter. Yep, it, it, it it's a statement, and and it seems like this kind of event you can make a statement in, and you're going to be remembered for it. Yes, yep, and that happens a lot. There's a there are a lot of kids throughout the years. I can remember when I was coaching, but just watching a lot. There are a lot of people, you know, they make that all Ripley County tourney team, and okay. there are some that during the year they may have only scored four points a game or five, but they hit this tournament and they just got hot. And sure. they had a couple of really good nights, and it's it's something for them. And it's neat the way that happens, and they get that chance to be on that team and that kind of thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let me remind uh, folks, Brian, uh, as to how things are going to go now uh, that we have gotten this uh, opening round uh, out of the way, and uh, and what a uh, great way to uh, celebrate uh, the, the new year here on the second of the year with these girls contests again the finals in case you guys missed them it was south ripley beating uh, Milan 37 to 28 and then batesville beating uh, jacksonville 55 to 45 so the girls will play again on friday tomorrow it'll be the opening round of the boys tournament same matchups it'll be Milan and uh, south ripley and then batesville and jacksonville but it'll be played at Batesville, and you'll hear it all here on WRBI, beginning at around 540 once again uh, with um, Rob Moorhead and Brian, and uh, so uh, you get to see all these games. What a, what a deal for you, but uh, then I'll be back uh, with the girls on Friday as uh, Rob LaFerry handles the play-by-play duties, and uh, I'll just uh, comment and 
trying to provide some kind of <laughs> color to the thing. Uh, we'll have the um, the uh, Constellation game at 6 and the first place game at 7.30. And again, we'll uh, begin around 5.40 in the evening on Friday for the girls. And then on Saturday, we'll have the boys, same deal. 5.40 the start time and the uh, two games back-to-back. It's just, wow, what what a what a four days of hoops uh, we've got here. And, uh, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't get the idea of Indiana before coming to Indiana. This is a lot of hoops. It sure is. It's you're fantastic. In Ripley County, so this area especially, the hoops is their thing, and, and tonight was it. And tomorrow night with those boys, it'll be the same way. It's just going to be some great basketball, and it yeah, just works yeah. its way out through the whole week. And again, like you could see from there, that's that's sectional style player right oh, there for these yeah. girls. The, the, and nothing the, better with sectional. This looks look like a postseason away. effort. And, yes. and, and, and as, as we talked to Coach Taylor, I, I know some of the, and we'll we'll uh, get Katie uh, uh, able to uh, uh, get out of the studio here shortly, to, not to prolong this too long. But the um, thing that I noticed uh, that we didn't ask him about, but we'll, we'll try and. Catch them on uh, uh, the next one or on Coach's Corner. They sped up Jackson Dell, and, and and you talk, you hear so much from coaches about, well, they tried to speed us up, and 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 we did it, and it didn't go well. That's exactly what happened. Batesville was all over it, and Jackson Dell, quick as they are, they're 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 fine athletes in their own right. Those young women, uh, it, it was, it got out of hand for him real quickly. Yes, and when they got was behind, I seeing that right? Yes, yeah, you were. When they got behind, they missed a few shots, and Batesville was able to get ahead. Once Batesville got ahead, they used their length to cause a lot of problems. Jacksonville knocking down threes. I mean, Reagan Hughes, she still stepped up, Whew. sixteen points. Absolutely. I think she had five three pointers. Yeah, but you know, like Kelsey Borgman, they kind of took her away from her threes, and there were a couple others. So, whoever got to dictate that second half and and take control was going to win that game. We talked about Jacksonville. They would, they would slow that thing down with a 6-8 point lead. Correct. Batesville, and when Jacksonville had to, to come out, press and trap, Batesville was tall enough to throw over top of it. And it was just, you know, you had to have the lead going into that fourth quarter. Absolutely. So, Brian, as somebody who has uh, coached in this and, and seen a lot of them, uh, what do we expect then? Uh, this is uh, Tuesday. What do we expect on Thursday in the uh, – third place game and in the championship that the baseball will play against South Ripley. In that championship, it's going to be a matter of South Ripley keeping things packed, keeping hands up on the shooters. They're going to have to keep Batesville off the boards. I didn't get the offensive boards, but I think Batesville had about eight or nine offensive rebounds, maybe even ten. Yeah, so easily. You've got to keep them off there. So, and The hardest thing to do, though, is if you're playing a zone or keeping, you know, keeping your hands up out of the zone is finding somebody to block them out. So Southern's going to have to work really hard on that. Keep them off the offensive board. Make them hit some shots from out. But then you can see today, Batesville had people that did step up and hit those. So, you know, have to do their thing. For South Ripley, they'll have to control it. Like Mitch said, you know, take care of the basketball, not turn it over. And they're going to have to hit their shots. It's going to be a really good matchup. They played early this year. I think it was 41 to 25 or something was the first one between the two that they played back a while back. And then consolation game. It'll be Jacksonville Milan. Um, again, both teams there are probably just working on what they need to work on to get to the end of the season. You know but, what I mean? But then they want to show something that that uh, well, we're not losers. Yeah, exactly. But at the same point, you you want to show that. But at the same time, you want to to play your game, and, yeah. and that's where you're getting set. 
to finish up the season because yeah, those yeah. teams, you know, they'll meet up again here later. Oh yeah, some of them. The the ORVC, you know, three of these schools are in the ORVC, and they all end like the last two weeks of the year. A lot of ORVC games to finish, wow. so they're going to see each other a lot. It's going to so, be wild, and uh, we're going to have so much of it for you folks here on uh, WRBI. Again, the boys tournament. Uh, for uh, South, for Ripley County, the 100th edition, the century edition of the Ripley County Tournament uh, for boys gets underway tomorrow night. It'll be Milan and South Ripley and Batesville and Jacksonville at Batesville. And, uh, of course, uh, don't just listen to us, but uh, go to the game. Bring your, your phone because, as I've said before, uh, the smartphones sound a thousand times better than your transistor radio used to. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, you can follow right along, and we will have our guys there to bring it all to you. And then we will have on, uh, this is Tuesday, yeah, on Thursday, we will have the uh, Constellation Championship Games for the girls, and uh, on Friday, then we'll have the uh, same ones for the boys. And again, all the same time, we'll start at 540 every evening. So, Brian Samples, thanks a lot for uh, for joining us and uh, being part of it. It has been a blast, and uh, I need to drive five minutes home and go to sleep. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> that was spectacular. Uh, so, really, really appreciate it, and uh, we will see you again you. on Thursday. All right, and so we want to remind everybody that uh, our broadcast has been brought to you by, in the Ripley County Tournament, Ivy Tech Community College, Baseville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Napoleon State Bank, Gearings, H&R Block, Ison's Family Pizza, the home of Coach's Corner, also Stratton Carstetter Funeral Home, the Rusty Buck, Bruns Gutswiller, also Osgood Utilities, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, also Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Nobby Mower Shop, Blackhawk Precision Ag, and Affinity Graphics and Tees, where you can get your official Ripley County Tournament t-shirts and uh, our... Uh, Free throws have been brought to you by Assured Partners Insurance, and that includes in Batesville, uh, Agent David Baugh. So you folks have a great night, and join us tomorrow evening at 540 for the Boys Ripley County Tournament, 100th edition, coming up 540 tomorrow, and it'll all be right here on 103.9 FM WRBI, also WRBIRadio.com.